This is the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. In the last chapter, Samson's story really made an impact on my life because first and foremost, it becomes one of identity, knowing who you are and learning to walk in that identity. Now, of course, as we all know, Samson didn't do this perfectly. He struggled a lot. I can relate to that because I, and we talk about it a little bit in this chapter, have felt called to stay in a particular town that I haven't always been happy with. And that's been really hard and an important learning process for me in my own journey. And so we learn about through Chase that Samson was a man looking to the future, looking to the other, living in a small Israelite village and having to look down at the coast at the big cities and Philistia and longing for the other, longing for something new in the flash and the glamour. And Samson is drawn to these coastal cities for all kinds of reasons. And his story speaks to me particularly because I can relate to his angst and unrest. So Samson's story is very encouraging to me because in the end, once he embraced his identity, he was able to have more impact than he did in his entire life trying to define it on his own terms. So Chase, tell us a little bit about your story and how you have been impacted by the life and story of Samson. The reason this story is so important to me, first and foremost, is in some ways it's my story. I mean, I think it's so many people's story. I uh, uh, I live in Springfield, Missouri, which is routinely described as a place that's great to raise a family, which when you're a 20-something graduating ministry school and imagining ministry, that's sort of the last thing you have on your mind. Uh, you're imagining cities of influence or amazing places to live or sort of distant foreign countries where there's this unbelievable challenge, and those things are all good. Thank goodness God calls people to those places. But it wasn't what happened for me. I just sort of ended up in the same place, the same town where I was I was actually born here and grew up not too far from here, and now I was pastoring here. And uh, it happened in the same way, too, With uh, as ministry began to develop for me. Um, I've pastored, a, we planted a church, and so we've been doing it for about six years, and that church is a relatively small church, an incredible group of people. And I write pretty honestly in the book about times wondering and asking God, This when I said I wanted to do ministry and I was willing to go, this was not what I had in mind, right? It was supposed to work quicker than this. And my own struggles with, okay, is this what I've been called to do? It's not working the way I imagined, therefore, is my calling been wrong? Have I misunderstood something? And over and over, just this sense that God was saying, just be faithful. Be faithful to what you have. Enjoy it. So let, let the steam out and the pressure off and just see what's in front of you. Take these people seriously. Take this place seriously and just receive what God is doing. Um, and so through that, I've come to really just deeply enjoy the work that God has for us to really love where I am. Um, I'll give you an example. We, uh, My wife and I went maybe a couple years after we were first married to Telluride, Colorado for a bluegrass festival, which I don't know if you've ever been to Telluride, but I still Telluride is one of the most beautiful cities in America. It sets at 9,000 feet. There's a ski resort. You take a free public gondola up to the ski resort, and I think like Tom Hanks and Oprah have places up there. I mean, um, it sits in a box canyon where there's in the spring, uh, early summer, there's a huge waterfall at the end of town. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And so we were riding this gondola, and there was a uh, sort of eccentric retired lady with us. You could tell she had retired well. Uh, she had nice jewelry, and we got talking with her, and she said her and her husband had retired to this ski resort. And so she was asking where we were from, and I said, oh, Springfield, Missouri. And she sort of cut in and said, is that near Branson? 
And I said, yeah, we're about 45 minutes from Branson. And she said, my husband and I think Branson is the most beautiful place in America. We vacation there every year. <laughs> at first, we thought she was sort of joking, right? Like you guys are you know familiar with Branson. But uh, my wife and I, as we talked about it later and on the drive home from that trip, it, something about it just became really deeply profound for me. I still, if you push me on it, I think Telluride is probably technically uh, a prettier city than Branson. But I, I sort of couldn't get this question out of my mind uh, or this irony of we, we vacation to places that we think are amazing and those people vacation to places, sometimes where we're from, that they think are amazing. And it sort of set in me this question, why can't I just appreciate where I am like I was visiting here? And that really became, although that may be sort of like a silly little uh, example, it became some, that question became really deeply important for me as I started to think about my own identity, my own calling and serving in ministry. And it's something I still think about. Okay, how do I just how do I see what I've seen so much that no longer has value? How do I see it again with the value that I think God inherently has in it here for me? Man, that's incredible because uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> I Chris feel, and I routinely have conversations about this. <laughs> yeah, and I you know, I, I grew up here in Springfield or I, I I had I went to junior high in summer high school here and uh, I couldn't wait to leave when I was here, and then I said I would never come back, and now I came back for Bible college and seminary, and anyway, I'm still here. So um, I, I, I really think that is a profound thought, you know, especially when it comes to identity. You know, we're at Daily Growth Discipleship, we think identity, knowing your identity and being rooted in that identity as a disciple of Christ is first and foremost. Without getting that part right, nothing else is going to flow from your life properly. It doesn't matter how many of the spiritual disciplines you practice or how much effort you put into it. If you don't develop that mindset and recognize who you are and who you're called to be, nothing else, the, the Spirit has no, no sway over anything that happens in your life to help you become more like Christ and to follow Him and to develop your relationship with Him better. So I think that is um, very profound to then understand and accept not just understand, because I can kind of conceptually understand, okay, this is where God has me. But man, I want to fight with them sometimes because I'm ready to go down to, like you said, I'm, these grander cities down in Philistia and, you know, have a good time and take on challenges and do great things in the world. So I, I don't think that statement can be understated of knowing your identity and then learning to accept and notice the beautiful things in the place where you're planted. That's so important to the Christian life. You know, the first sin that's recorded in the entire Bible was Adam and Eve choosing to eat the fruit in the Garden of Eden because they wanted to be like God. In other words, they wanted to be something other than what God had created them to be. And really, knowing your identity, recognizing that you are a child of God and that He has a purpose for your life right where you're at, is the undoing of that prime sin that each one of us struggle with, the desire to be like God and to rule our own existences. So knowing your identity is super, super important for living the Christian life. And Chase, thanks so much for sharing your story in coming to understand what God is doing in your life right where He has you and right where He's called you to be. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you want to stay up to date on all that's happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. 
Then be sure to come back and check out the next chapter in our episode with Chase, where he talks about how he learned to use writing as a means for spiritual growth.